Hi everyone, this is Sarah and Alex at the Throne and Home podcast. Welcome back. It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. And we, we took a mini break. Yes, we did for the holidays. We yeah. had Christmas, we had New Year's, yeah. birthdays, and just all sorts of different things. Yeah. Traveling. We drove 24 hours from Austin, Texas to Miami. Yeah. So we've nuts. been quite busy, and I'm sure you have been too, um, yeah. but we are ready to get back at it, and we have so much to share with you. Yeah, just um, so much, and we're just happy to be back. This this feels so comfortable and so right uh, to be back just sharing. We do want to invite you, if this is your first time listening, maybe you just discovered us, to follow the Throne and Home podcast. We're on Spotify, we're on uh, iTunes, and also you can follow our Instagram at Throne and Home, our Facebook page, the same thing. We'd love to connect from you, and we also want to hear from you. So if you've got some comments, things that you're liking about this podcast, please share with us. And also, uh, if you've got ideas, if you've got things that you want to hear from us, maybe questions or maybe just some topics, we'd love to hear from you. So thanks for following us, and if you're new, we'd love to engage with you a little bit more. Yeah, I'm very excited about the new year. Yeah. Um, I, I historically am not excited a lot of times there's a little bit of pressure right with the new year yeah um but even with throne and home and everything that we're doing um with um just our family and ministry and there's just a lot of opportunity this year yeah. and just really excited to kind of release more through this podcast and yeah um be able to kind of just share a piece of our heart um and release what god's doing in us um, and partner even with other people that um, we know and love that have so much wisdom right. and um, just so much gold in them to be able to share it with all of you as well. So, yeah, so it's it's been fun journey to this point. But like you said, it's the new year and we know that that there are new things on the horizon. You know, it's 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 one of my scriptures that I go back to in the book of Revelation where the Lord says, Behold, I make all things new. And so that new year is always that opportunity to step into the new thing that God is wanting to do. That's been a huge part of our story. Yeah. I think is um, over and over again through our lives um, and how God brought us together, even um, of God restoring and bringing things into um, complete newness. Um, And the one thing that I love is God never really does it the way you expect yeah. to do it um it comes in the most mysterious ways at times but i think that you know a lot of times when we look at new you know there's this i will admit you know the past few years have have been really hard and difficult um we were challenged yeah um towards the end of this year um or the end of last year yeah oh end of yeah. last year to kind of shift our perspectives even in, uh, I know a lot of times, you know, when we walk through our Christian life and through our experiences, it is not easy. We've, we've talked quite a bit about that. Um, you know, with the Lord, you know, he brings comfort, but it's not always an easy journey. And so, um, walking into, um, this new season, we were challenged to really shift our perspective into excitement and yeah. 
what is God going to do? Not just getting through it, not right. just surviving. And that's just something that I kind of wanted to kind of release yeah. today on the podcast is kind of us moving out of survival mode in um, coming up higher. There's been many words, prophetic words even, but I know personally, I really felt this was a year of ascending, yeah, of going up higher. You know, there were some words about, you know, this year being um, a year that there things don't aren't always going to match up. There's going to be a lot of things that right. um, seem to conflict mm-hmm. against each other, and um, having wisdom to be able to discern, you know, um, and how you do that in a lot of ways comes from your lifestyle of worship, your lifestyle of intimacy, but also, and I, I I will be the first person to say that I have many seasons gotten caught up in a place. A lot of times we'll refer to, um, second and third heaven, Benny Johnson, someone we absolutely love and has passed on, um, gone to be with Jesus, wrote a book, the joyful intercessor. And she talks a lot about, you know, our experience, especially, um, as prophetic people, as people that hear and see and feel, um, in the spirit, a lot of times we can get caught up in what is happening in in this, um, not just the physical, but in the spiritual. Um, a lot of times we'll feel what the enemy is doing. We can see what God's doing. We can we know that you know He's present as we um, worship and as we um, w- war even in those places. But I think it's a reminder in this season to ascend and go to that third heaven place to that throne room place. And I think especially with our, our podcast and what we were going after is we need to be anchored in that place, anchored in the throne now more than ever in what we desire to see happen, not just in our house, but for every person is that our marriages are um, just even our own relationships with the Lord, our family, our kids, be so anchored in that place, be so anchored in, in the throne that we see differently. We see from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. We can see truth. We can see, Hey, yeah, this is going on, but we can see more of what God is doing and wants to do. And that's what allows us, um, to give hope. That's what allows us to bring the words of wisdom and revelation, um, and release that on the earth. And I think, I think, you know, when we look at scripture, you know, Isaiah talks about, uh, you know, the Lord is saying, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Can't you see it? Right. And it's something if you read that passage, it's something that he says, not even the prophets are aware of it. It's so new that it's in the moment. And I think it's interesting that the word new there, it means never before seen. Right. Because there are things that are new, like I we last year we bought a new car but it was technically a used car. It was new to us, yeah. but it wasn't new. It wasn't like it was never before seen. And I think as we go into these seasons where God is um, leading us into new things, we have to realize that this is new and never before seen. Um, and, you know, it's it's one of those things that as you process through it, you have to be anchored in the presence. I came up, I was looking through my notes just now, uh, in my phone and I found this this thing I had written down. I, I don't remember who said it. I don't even remember if it was an original thought, so I'm not going <laughs> to claim it. But it said, 
it says this, it says that process without presence is a pretense. And so even as we're processing the old things, some of the things that had to die, some of the things that, 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 that we had to lay down, some of the good things that we're transitioning away from, right? Not just we, you and I, but people in yeah. general, you know, if you process without presence, you're really just going through a pretense and, and your process has to be presence based and presence focused. That's why I love how you said, you know, you're before the throne through intimacy and worship and just in his presence. Cause I think presence oftentimes is the missing piece of process for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think it's important to also know why. Yes, because it means that we're with Jesus, but part of the promise of his presence is because he knows what's required to take us from one thing to another without his presence. It can be impossible, right? Without his presence, there can't be the wisdom to know when it's time, you know? And so there have been things, like you said, there have been things that were great in one season, but if the Lord is asking you to surrender it, right? if you're not anchored in his presence, you, you won't be able to do it. Exactly. Like there's, there are certain things that I think of Jesus going to the cross, like for the joy set before him, there was a, an anchoring of God, you know, he's in the Godhead, but there is this anchoring of knowing for him to be able to do what he did. Right. And so just the same, we have to be anchored in his presence and anchored in wisdom to know when to step into those new, new things. And that's kind of the discernment to know what's old and new. Yeah. And I think, I think what happens a lot of times is we get caught in moments like, oh, this moment was really good. And so we want to stay in the moment. And when we think in terms of moments, uh, we, we, we can grieve and grieving's part of, part of the process that we all go through, but we think in moments, but God thinks in momentum and the momentum or rather the moments are meant to create momentum to move us forward into those new things that he has for us. And I, I'm, I know for me, I'm just excited about the new things that are ahead. I don't know what they all look like because again, they're so new. No one's ever seen them before, but it's okay. I know that at the end of it, God is good. And in the middle of it, God is good. And he's going to have good things for me, even though I don't know what they fully look like or fully are going to be. I know they're new and I know they're good. Yeah. I think another thing that's really important, kind of just, I think a word of maybe wisdom or caution that I just felt like, I, I think a lot of times, even in in these places when we step in from the old to new especially if the old has kind of been maybe it's looked harder right um there is a temptation to really dishonor the former and i think in the church we can tend to do that a lot right yeah you know we talk about the new wine skin and the old wine skin it is i think it's not wisdom to dishonor what god has done Right. In the past, because many times then we reject the foundation and we reject the things that the Lord wanted to teach us. Um, and so I want to encourage you, if you are in that season of stepping it from an old thing into a new thing, yeah, whether it be location where maybe it's a ministry, maybe it's um, <coughs> relationally or just whatever it is, find ways to honor what right. God has done um, and be grateful and thankful. And that even more so opens up 
well, blessing for the for the, the new thing in the future. I, I see it almost like how the Lord commanded the children of Israel to set up memorial stones, mm-hmm. right? It it was to mark a moment and and to give thanks, right? So uh, Bill Vanderbush, who's a friend of ours and 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 a bit of a mentor to us, you know, he, he once told me he was like, I rehearse the testimonies of God regularly, right? And it's those things that make us grateful. They make us thankful. But we know that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, the book of Revelation says. And so we know from that, the principle we draw from that is, well, if he did it once, he'll do it again. And if he did it for someone else, he'll do it for me. And so even in those places where you're struggling to see where God was in those moments as you cross into a new thing. I'll even go and rehearse the testimonies of other people because I know he's good. And if he did it there, he'll do it for me. And that's the new thing I get to walk into. Yeah. Um, With this idea of, um, you know, stepping into the new um, part of, I I don't remember if it was this past Sunday or when it was, um, I had, kind of I woke up I think it was a Sunday morning and just kept hearing you know that ascend yeah uh, you know it's a season to ascend um it was a Sunday morning because I was leading worship and in worship God just began to really settle on that with us and um of ascending but also in surrender and then um, a good friend of ours Lana that night posted a word a whole thing about ascend into surrender and I think that's a huge part of the stepping into the new thing. I think a lot of times we want to make the new thing happen. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know for, for you and I, as we've even the timing of thrown and home and the timing of what God has wanted to do in us, it has been a walk of surrender to wait on the timing. Yeah. Um, to wait for the go, um, to not move ahead of the Lord, um, to be patient. Um, but also, to surrender what it looks like. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I have learned in, um, especially ending last year and stepping into this new year, um, was really surrendering, um, and becoming really dependent on the Lord. Um, I was sharing with a friend yesterday and we were sharing this, you know, kind of this vision, but the idea of, you know, a lot of times God will show us something for our future and we just want to rush ahead and get to it. Yeah. When really it is about the journey. It is about the time spent with him mm-hmm. to get to that place. Yeah. Um, and really this whole, this whole thing is a, um, is about our relationship with the Lord. Yeah. It's about our intimacy with the Lord. It's not actually about the things we get to do. You know, the promises. A lot of times we fixate on the promise, but he's the promise. Right. And I think it's like all all those moments with him that we get to share to where we finally get to the destination. We're way less interested in that and more enamored with him um, and caught up with him. And I'm looking forward to that um, just um, going after that even more. Yeah. being present with the Lord in whatever it is that we're doing, because sometimes the journey you take detours. Yeah. So. I love, 
I love how you said, you know, looking forward, I've, as I've been listening to you uh, just share some of these things, you're very forward looking. And I think that's a trap that people can fall into when they're not forward looking, but always looking bass on, yeah. back uh, and, and looking looking behind. I, I think, you know, we, we can go to the Apostle Paul who said, forgetting what is a behind, I press toward the mark, right? I think I think it's okay to process the past. It's okay. But if we're always looking back, we actually miss the opportunity to step into the new things that God has. Yeah, I think that there are times, and I know that the Lord has for us, Right. there are things where we, you have to go back because you have to look and deal with certain things Absolutely with the agree. Lord. Totally. And you and I have been through this process. Yeah. And when the Lord says, it's time to go. Right, you got to go. You, you've dealt with what you need to deal, deal with, or it's mm -hmm. not time right. yet to go after this thing. I will let you know when it's time. But other than that, you have to be present mm -hmm. presence yeah present oh, in the presence presence yep. but because he is wanting to move you into new totally. things and a lot of times we think in that linear time sure but and 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 i know for me it was it was several years ago and, and the lord keeps bringing me back to this encounter i had uh we were out, we were out at bethel reading uh for either a leader's advance or a conference or something uh and i was down front in worship and I forget who was leading, but I know they were singing something about making all things new. And I know that's re the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus, the Father, he's on the throne. He says, behold, I am making all things new. Mm -hmm. And it was a moment I had with the Lord in there where internally, not audibly, but internally, I could hear him say to me, Alex, do you believe I can make all things new? And, and my response was kind of very candid, maybe even flippant. Yeah, of course I do. Right. And then he asked me a question. He said, do you believe I can make your past new? And and that hit me because I was like, no, you can't. My past is my past. And I was walking through a season where I was looking through a lot, looking back a lot and disqualifying myself presently and future because of stupid mistakes of the past and just different things. And. I said, God, that's my past. It's already done. You can't make it new. I can learn from it. And I'm giving all of these, mm -hmm. you know, and, and his response was very direct and yet loving. And he said, then you don't believe I can make all things new. And, and I wrestled with that. And, and he drew me to the Hebrews chapter 11, where it talks about uh, the hall of faith. And you've got all these people who showed great faith. And it said, and Sarah had faith and conceived. And I looked at that and I'm like, there's, that's not how it happened. I studied the Bible. I've, you know, been in church my whole life. I colored the coloring pages, you know? And so I went back to Genesis and, you know, it says that Sarah overheard Abraham and the angel of the Lord talking and she laughed. And then when I, I, I in rereading this, I, I came across this when the angel of the Lord confronted Sarah, she denied it and said she didn't laugh and, and sort of held that line. Like, no, I didn't laugh. Imagine trying to gaslight the angel of the Lord, but that's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother topic. Right. But, but, um, uh, 
I was, I went to the Lord with that and I was like, God, this feels incongruent to me. And I know your word doesn't contradict itself. Uh, and he, he, he just simply said, he said, I wrote the history. I wrote the story from my perspective post the cross. Mm-hmm. And when I look at your story and I look at your past, I make it what it's supposed to be and what I want it to be. And there was something so redemptive about that. And I feel like I feel like if you're struggling, if you're even listening to this and you're struggling stepping into the new because of something from the past, know that the Lord is even redeeming that and making that thing new. The same way when he writes of Sarah, she had faith and conceived. He writes of you that you had faith and this is what happened or or whatever the story is, he redeems it, makes it new, and tells it where you come out like like the hero. You come out looking like the rock star. Yeah. You know, I recently was watching an award show, um, and the the artist Jelly Roll was on there, uh, and he gave this really impassioned acceptance speech. But there was one line that stood out to me, and he said, "When you're driving in the car." know that the rear view is way smaller than the front windshield. And he said, if you're driving, always looking in the rear view, you're never going to see what's coming ahead of you. And there's a reason why the rear view is so small, because you're only meant to look at it for a moment. Mm -hmm. But what's coming ahead, you need to have the clear view and the big picture. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think, there is a kingdom aspect of that yeah. as we talk about stepping into something new. You know, know that w- the plans that God has for you are plans to prosper and not harm, plans for hope in a future. And so look forward, look ahead, press on toward what is ahead because because he's got something great for you. Yeah, I think it's really easy at times for us to... Um, know we can go into looking looking backwards Mm -hmm. to try and fake like we have to be perfect like we have to have this figured out yeah to move forward and i think we've learned that that's that's not always going to be the case you know where you can what a should could a you know all you want but unless the lord's leading you into those places like it's futile you know and um, I think of what was coming to mind was you were telling that story about being at Bethel and that encounter. I believe at the same time in another spot, maybe in the sanctuary, right. um, it might have been my, our first time. And I recall being in the room and I think Jen Johnson was on stage, but Rita Springer was there. Yeah. I hadn't seen her in years and she had been a huge part of my life. We were staying with my worship mentor from when I was a little girl. Yep. And so there was this like convergence of like moments and the Lord began to sing to me in my ear, a song that I used to sing when I was a little girl. I believe it was like on salty, the singing song, salty, the singing song. And it was for those um, of you who don't know salty, you got to Google it, Google it, (laughs) big, big blue, big blue (laughs) hymnal, anthropomorphic hymnal. Yeah. It was awesome. But um, the song was um, beautiful, beautiful. Jesus is beautiful. And he makes beautiful things in my life. Mm, I remember coming from that scripture in Ecclesiastes Mm -hmm. three of he makes all things beautiful in his time. 
He's put in eternity in the hearts of men. Mm. And I think we were talking about a lot of and times. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, he makes things one. Yeah, but I, yeah, the I idea it. of some of us that I we've talked about, you know, my journey as a little girl, like when you have eternity in your heart, it's very difficult. Yeah, to grasp hold of timing and to really watch him unfold, like. I was that person that wanted everything to happen yesterday. Yeah. Um, and that's just not been the case. But how he unfolds when he wants to unfold the different pieces of our lives and the different um, gifts and people and all of it, um, you know, is part of the be- the beauty of the journey. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think that as we move forward, just there there's a level of hope that i think is being released in that right and and i know that's what one of the things i want to release as as you're listening as as you're processing some of the things that we're sharing you know hope is the confident expectation of good it is it is the assurance that good is on its way because god is good and so if if in this place you're finding yourself mourning the past season, go through your process in the presence, grieve, that's okay, but turn and face forward and be hopeful. Have that confident expectation. As a matter of fact, I just release as you're listening right now, hope, hope to you, hope to your situation, hope to your circumstances, hope in your lives and in your family, the confident expectation of good because God is good. And he, he will bring you into that new thing that, that hasn't been seen before, that, that is so new, not even the prophets are, are, are aware of it. I love how he says that. So, so no prophet can be like, oh, yeah, I saw it coming. He's like, no, you didn't. This is so new. I made it on the spot. Yeah. That's how new this is. Yeah. So you know. speaking of things you didn't see coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as we've been pondering and talking a lot about, you know, we were releasing hope and I think it's important for you know um, those that might be listening to um, a lot of times in our journeys when something hasn't happened in our timing yeah we discount it and we kind of lose hope yeah and you kind of write it off or Um, you put it on the shelf and forget about it it's almost like that's that uh that uh penguin toy in toy story yeah, 2 that got left wheezy yeah that got left on the left shelf on and the you shelf forgot he was there yeah yeah and covered in dust kind of want to encourage everyone the lord sees those things yeah the things Absolutely. that you've given up on where we're just like well that's just you know not how it's going to happen or maybe this wasn't part of god's plan um yeah, but so we wanted to share some new, new, new happenings. Some new happenings, some new things happening for us. Uh, you know, I, I'm reminded of when we first started to introduce this podcast. Right, we we started putting out on social media. Hey guys, we got some exciting news, some exciting things. And what I want you to do, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that clip right now. Yeah. So we need to we need to just we to need give to some context. Context, but we also need to rectify some yeah some yeah. So 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 listen to this. This was we we did a Facebook live um, back in I want to say September October ish, just as we were getting ready to announce uh, 
thrown in home. So take a listen to this. You know, we've been talking a lot as um, not just a church, but as a body about transition and change. And let me, before I even go any further, if I say the transition word, it does not mean anything in relationship to our position at True Life. We okay. We're not yeah. We're not moving. We're not having a physical baby. We're not having, we're not yes, not a physical baby. <laughs> Sarah's not pregnant. So in this, you know, we were talking about, yeah, we were excited. We're not transitioning out of True Life. We're not pregnant, but... Dun, dun, dun. Yes, we are expecting. We are expecting. An actual baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not just a podcast baby. Not just but... a podcast baby. Not just the ministry baby. Yeah. So that is part of our. Stepping into the new. Stepping into the new, but also some of the space of between the last podcast and this podcast was because i've been very sick yes and not feeling well and i'm starting to feel better <laughs> yeah you're you're officially in your second trimester second trimester yep but uh there's a part of us that sort of i won't speak for you but i know for me feels like abraham and sarah <laughs> you, i was laughing as we were talking about you know the the New Testament scripture where Sarah know, had faith to conceive. Sarah had faith to but the day that we found out, right? We had a prophetic word from Nate Johnston from I don't know what word it was, but it was it was big enough and serious enough for me to be like I'm gonna print this out and put this on our fridge. Mm -hmm. We have had all kinds of we our fridge was broken, our washing, washing machine, machine just got fixed. It was broken for two months, yeah. pretty much the whole entire first part of my pregnancy. Yeah. We were going to and, laundry mat. And November, all the holiday season, all the different things. Yes. Yeah. But so fun. I kept slapping this prophetic word like out of order, just the pages back up on the fridge. The day that we found out, the very end of the prophetic word was that scripture. And by faith, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah conceived. Conceived and considered and faithful. Like, and I was like, um, in her old age. And I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah. Now I'm not that old. But no, you're I am, not. You just you did just celebrate a birthday. I celebrated a birthday, but I am of what what they call it, um, it, it, advanced maternal age. Advanced <laughs> maternal age. I don't like the way the doctors describe it as. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm I'm even fearful to say it, so I won't. It just just, don't. just, just don't. it just sounds <laughs> awful um, for anybody that might be listening. Yes, they don't want to hear that exactly. But yeah, so it's it was not part of our plan. It was honestly, we thought we were going gung ho into throne at home and ministry, and, and we and we are and we still are, going gung ho. But that was not where my brain yeah no not was at thinking all at all. But no. to to give some context to hope deferred. Yeah, um, I think when we first. Got, first got together and we got married we'd always talk about more children right we we wanted at least and, four um i think when i a year or two ago i kind of just got to the place where i was like oh i think we're done yeah and realizing that there were many excuses mm -hmm. that i had made yeah as to why not yeah it just didn't feel like the right time finances the right whatever and it got to a place because i would say that we were not trying no and we were <laughs> there are there were there are many of our friends right now that um have been um were trying yeah for a very long time and, and have finally yeah they have finally conceived but i feel like i'm in this lot of people that god chose to you know bless with a baby and so babies. 
but it was not part of the plan at all. And nope. so it came totally out of left field. And honestly, it didn't, it was not convenient. And so when we were processing Mary uh, over Christmas and yeah. her story and like, you know, none of it was convenient. We didn't have fi financially, but since then, when the Lord gives the promise, he gives the provision. Yeah. When you start stepping in yep. faith and start just moving in where like, okay, uh, pregnancy is one thing because it's like, okay, this is, there's not a whole lot. Like we're just yeah. going to nurture now um, what God's given us. Yeah. And I think that is very um, telling of this year is we're going to nurture yeah. what God has given us. Um, be expectant, be full of faith. Literally um, expectant. <laughs> literally expectant. We have, we're going to, um, a little later on, we'll share um, some videos of how we told our kids. Yeah. Priceless moments. Very priceless. Um, and kind of just let you in a sneak peek on um, what that all looked like. But yeah. we're all really very yeah, so, excited and happy. So make sure you're following Instagram, yes, our Facebook we'll page, because we'll have some videos of those things. But, you know, you talked about how it was, it, we weren't trying, we weren't planning. And this was definitely something that was conceived in God's heart. Like it was always there. And that was, was the first thing there. I felt yeah. was that God was like, I always had this for you. Yeah. And you discounted because of timing. Right. And so that was the main thing. And I know even for me in my ministry or music right. and things, there may be some of you that feel like you're past that age. Right. You're past the age of those dreams that you had being fulfilled. And if you're faithful to what the Lord is giving you to do, and it may not even be the thing that you was on your heart to do. Right. You may be shifting gears and say, okay, God, well, this is what you've given me. I'm going to do this. Right. And then he comes right next to you and gives you the very thing that you had in your heart. And, and I think it's one of those things where you, when you understand the goodness of God, right. Uh, our, uh, a, a colleague will call her, J uh, her name's Jamie. She said to us, she goes, well, if it's God's will, it's God's bill, you know? And so in those places where you're, feeling those things know that god's will he will provide for what his will is for your life and he will make all of those things happen and that's again part of that new thing that um that we we've been talking about and that we get to step into yeah. so we're just going to ask that you be praying for the morales, yeah, morales household <laughs> uh, as we grow by one because there is only one. <laughs> yes, there's only one in there. There's and, only and one. We should actually know in a little while. A couple of weeks. Boy or girl. Yeah. We'll see. And so that'll probably yeah, we'll, be shared as well. Yep. Um, but yeah. But we just pray as, as we bring today to a close. We just pray that you step fully into the new and good things that the Lord has for you, that that you would be strengthened in your inner self and inner inner being um, by the presence and the Spirit of the Lord um, to walk in the newness of life that He has for you and all the promises. And we're we're excited for where the Lord is taking us, but I can honestly say I'm also excited to see and hear where the Lord is taking you as you're listening, as you're stepping into those things. So thanks for listening today. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you next time.